Coming up next on The Breadwinning Mums. One of my things that I do whenever I feel a bit stressed or anxious is I, I, I'm a big fan of lists. So when I write it down and I literally look at it and I see that it's not that big, I feel like I can make it happen. But then I also recognize that if I can't make it happen, I can delegate, I can ask for help, or I can just decide that I don't need to do that. Not to do it. Yeah. 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 And so that I think is how I deal with my, oh my gosh, there's so much to get done. How am I going to get it done? And Mm -hmm. then actually just be okay and continue smiling. Because if you keep smiling and you realize that it's under control, then you're okay. Welcome to the show. I'm Jane Lim. On the Breadwinning Mums podcast, we debunk the myths of working mums, cheer each other on, and show the world that it's okay to be a mum and still pursue excellence in your chosen area of expertise. Today we're chatting with Ursula Daya Leparoli, a fellow married breadwinning mum with a seven-year-old son, Marcus. Ursula is a partner at KPMG in Global Mobility Tax Leader of Victoria. She shared with us her journey from being an independent high schooler in Denver, Colorado, to a career woman traveling the Americas, and finally reaching a point in time when she decided to have a child. Here we go with Ursula Daya Leparoli. Hi, Ursula. How are you? I'm great. How are you today, Jane? Really good. Thank you. I just got over a cold last week, but back onto it. COVID? No, thankfully. So far, we've been managed to dodge it. Oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Yeah. What about you? We got it in January. January um, this year? Yeah, yeah. But I think that these new strains don't care and they're like, come get it again. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm going to get my fourth jab next week so hopefully hopefully we'll be okay yeah yeah you remain unscathed (laughs) yeah I know so far that we know of (laughs) (laughs) so thank you so much for making the time to be here really appreciate it um I thought for the purposes of this podcast could you please take us back to the moment in time when you became aware of who you are as a person oh how old were you and what were you doing at the time Ooh, um, I think probably in high school, I stepped out of that, you know, the weird, nerdy, geeky, unsure of yourself phase, and I stopped caring so much. Um, And that's probably when I I really just started doing me. Mm, That is awesome. And what did you think of yourself at the time? most women in all their lives probably think that they're probably bigger than they should have been and so I look back at the pictures now of myself in high school and I was like you were like a tiny twig <laughs> so, yeah, 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 but yeah, I, yeah. I did feel good about myself from health perspective I used to run um, long distance track so I felt healthy oh. I felt good I was happy yeah. yeah yeah that's good did you always know that you were going to be a mom oh absolutely not um, if I look back at at my younger self I was really busy 
in high school, I was living independently when I was, uh, by the time I was in my senior year. And so the year 12, and I was balancing, you know, having a good time with working full time and going to school and, and I finished a semester early. So kids were definitely not on the plan in high school. Wow. Then, um, I met my husband in, in high school, actually, my last semester. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> so I, I picked my partner, but I was like, no, I don't, I don't need kids. I just want to have a good time. That yeah. continued through uni, um, yeah. where I was really passionate about what I was spending my time doing. So I was in the sorority. Like, I just had a really good time. Mm. But I, I was just having, I was enjoying life. And that didn't in, include um, a kid. And then I think um, when I, when I was... 30 and I went on a career break and traveled the Americas, still having a really good time. Mm. <laughs> and then I went on a short-term assignment to India. And that was when my husband and I decided that we would stop trying to not have a baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> I um, I remember when I, I had a, a, an announcement kind of dinner for the pregnancy and I had some friends there. And one of my girlfriends who knew me since uni, she was like, was that a mistake? Is this a lie? <laughs> Because I'd always been just fiercely independent. And so like having a child in her mind was like, are you sure this is our song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A flip in your identity, I guess, that she know of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It was like something clicked and it Mm -hmm. just seemed like the logical time for us to do it if we were going to do it at all. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Take us back to that moment in time when you were still in high school. What made you, if you wouldn't mind sharing and if, if, if you'd prefer not to that's fine as well but uh what made you uh or what forced you to be that independent person both working and studying at the same time oh I probably was a I don't know very determined and and um probably much to my mother's heartache had my mindset on what I wanted yeah. Um, and oftentimes that wasn't what she wanted. So we had to figure out how we could surprise, make that Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Luckily, I have a son, so I don't, I'm not going to have that problem. <laughs> you don't know yet. <laughs> okay. So you just moved out, out of your own free will and independence. Yeah, you just decided, yeah, yeah, just, I'm good now, mom. to be the best position. And I, I had a studio apartment with one of those beds that folded out of the wall. Yes. It was really cool. Um, yep. And yeah, I went to school and, and went to work and, and had a good time. Wow. That's so awesome. Where, where were you at the time? Where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in, in the States in Colorado. So um, nice. I went to Denver public schools, happy graduate from there. Um, so yeah, no, I, I enjoyed Denver. And then I went to university in Michigan. So a, a small school that's called Kettering University. Yep. Okay, great. So you were with your husband for 12 years before you decided it's probably time to grow the tribe. Yeah. What what happened in India? (laughs) I don't think it was India per se. It was probably during the career break. My Mm. um, sister who's younger got pregnant and it kind of, when something like that happens to you really close, you start thinking. And then my husband was kind of like, yeah, I'd like to do that. And I was like, oh, okay, let me think about that. (laughs) Were you married then? I think it was probably my sister getting pregnant that brought on more serious thinking about it. Yeah. Were you married with your husband then? Yeah, we got married when I was 22. So. Oh, wow. Okay. I I won't give away my age now, but we've been married for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and together for much longer as well. Yeah, we were together for four years um, before we before we got married. Wow. Okay. And 
So you've probably always known that you were going to be a working career woman then yeah. before you yeah. find out. That Love working. I chose my university because it was a university where you could work for 11 weeks and then you went to study for 11 weeks. So I actually had, you know, experience right from, you know, the beginning of university. Yep. Okay. And how has your relationship and marriage changed throughout that time during, you know, the first four years of your relationship? Uh, when you first got married, when you had the career break until now, when you are now living in a new country, well, not so new anymore, but in a different country with your son. Yeah, look, uh, so when we first got together, like I said, I was in high school. My husband is 11 years older than I am. Oh, so wow. <laughs> we probably never would have thought that we'd be here now, 20, yeah. 22 years later. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone out there doing the math is going to figure out how old I am. But um, <laughs> we probably, yeah, never knew what we were getting into. And then when I went to uni, I remember they did a tour of the dorms and they were the guy or whoever did it was like, you know, you might have a boyfriend or a girlfriend now, but that's not going to last. Like you'll meet new people here. And again, yeah. I was very determined. I was like, what are you on about? Like, I really like yeah. my man. I'm not going to let this, this situation, yeah. this dorms change that. Yeah. Um, so we, we ended up having like time apart from each other during that. Um, cause mm. he would be, I would be on campus and he would be, um, in Denver where we lived. Um, so there was some time apart, but we always stayed together and, and mm. yeah, we got married right before we moved to Australia. So wow. I had a student visa and in, in, in order for him to come with me, he had, would have had to get married. Oh, wow. Okay. That makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> or possible at all. <laughs> And how has it changed? How has the dynamic changed throughout those time? Oh, gosh. Um, I think us being expats at first and now dual citizens adds a whole new layer of kind of, and I talk about this often with people, you know, what is home? So mm -hmm. he's very connected to his home back in the U.S., um, me probably less so. So we've kind of got this dual home situation going on. And then that kind of, you know, advancing forward, looking ahead, like, where are we going to retire? How, what does that look like? So I think it's a mm. constant and that, you know, we've got Marcus now, so we've got a son to kind of consider as well. And what, what's he going to call home? Um, yeah. and, and do we just follow him and any grandkids that we might have in the future? I don't know. It's a lot to think mm. about. Mm. It's, it's probably one of those things that will be continuing to evolve as you go through your life stages. Oh, of course. I think definitely. Um, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. And, and what's life for you? right now what's uh work life and what's home life like yeah so uh i am a, a recently promoted partner to at kpmg so in, in january i was promoted and thank you and uh we relocated the family to melbourne so we had been previously living in sydney and loved sydney but then the opportunity was down here to lead our practice for global mobility um, tax in Victoria. Mm -hmm. So we all, you know, even, you know, we just freshly got out of lockdown and we said, why don't we, you know, move down to, to Melbourne and see how that goes. And it's, it's going really well so far. I agree. Most livable city. Thumbs up. <laughs> um, Four and, seasons yeah, so my, in a day, husband. baby. <laughs> Prepare um, for everything. <laughs> and um, my husband is actually the primary caregiver. So uh, we, nice. I had um, a year off with my son and then my yeah. husband had a couple of years with him. And then we, he kind of worked part-time 
And then when we moved down here, he's, he stopped working for a while. So right now his, his main role is primary caregiver. And, and yes. I don't know what I would do without him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, yes, I do. So he had to go back to the States to handle some family business for a month. And I had my mom mm-hmm. come visit. Yeah. and help me take care of my son, um, which was yeah. really helpful, but definitely not a long-term solution. So <laughs> much, much rather have my husband here. You can boss him around more, right? <laughs> mom, not so much. <laughs> no, no, I don't think my mom was into that. <laughs> okay. She was more bossing me around. I was like, what has this turned into? <laughs> How old is Marcus? Oh, he's seven. He's in year two. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I have a six and a four year old as well. So oh, it's a good age. I think right now they're old enough to be able to be sort of self-sufficient. So he can get up in the morning, make his cereal, turn Mm. on the TV or play or whatever without needing that constant watching, um, which is a world away from where we were, what, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But you do still need to, you know, drop him off, picking up and make making sure that you're parenting. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's different now. It's homework. It's reading. It's teaching Mm, those skills instead of please don't, you know, eat that. Why are you putting that in your mouth? Yeah. (laughs) Cut that out. Actually, there's still a bit of that. Yeah. 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 The, um, I find the conversation is a lot more random now at this stage. It's like, that's one day is about SpongeBob. And then the next minute is about what's God and, you know, all about the life and death and moral. And yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, uh, they're learning everything. They're exactly. being exposed to everything. So yeah. yeah, one time he asked some question and my mom was like, oh my gosh, why is he asking that? I was like, because he's curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, what's work life for you right now? Oh, like the juggle between work life and, and, and home life. Um, it's, if I'm honest, it's made a lot easier because I have my husband not working and I have mm. a lot of respect for for dual working households. Cause that's yeah. crazy. We did that for a while when Marcus was in preschool and yeah. it was like, I mean, and it was pre COVID. So it was when we were all working five days in the office and mm-hmm. I was just running around, like catching a bus, trying to make sure that I got to pick up in time. Like that was super, super hectic. So yeah. um, I'm really grateful for the, the situation we're in right now where I'm not, yes. you know, sitting in a meeting wondering if I need to jump out immediately so that I can go pick up Marcus from school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what was your husband doing before the transition? He's a teacher and a carpenter. Oh, perfect. Perfect combination. <laughs> He's useful. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Do you think that you will uh, continue on this arrangement for another few years until maybe? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think it's, it's been kind of Mark to allow me to work and focus on my job, but I think he also needs to work too. So eventually I'm going to be that person running to make sure that I collect my son on time. (laughs) Yeah. And just make it work between the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's been uh, the stay at home dad as well for the past two years. Um, and only recently that we've slowly transitioned, you know, that, that dual income, um, household. How's it going? We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. It's been made a lot crazier since I'm doing the MBA program because not only am I juggling work and families, work and family and full-time study on top of everything else. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. I feel like I'm just taking it one day at a time now. I'm not really scheduling too much in advance, just one day at a time. Yeah, especially with two. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> Great. Um, any special tips or routine that works for you in your juggling um, everything in your world at the moment? Yeah. Look, um, so what I try to do is avoid feeling guilty or stressing yes. myself out too much. Yeah. yeah, that's the big part, right? The guilt. The money Oh, guilt. there's so much guilt all the time. You could always be doing more. Um, and so I, yeah. I try to just be more realistic about how I'm approaching it. If I'm honest, I probably don't succeed at that all the time or even 50% of the time. And there's a, probably a mm. base level of guilt just kind of hanging out all yeah. the time. <laughs> always constant. <laughs> resting on my shoulder that's right yeah when you say goodbye Um, in the morning like see you mommy like yeah yeah Yeah. but I'm a huge fan of routine um so I like to find a process that works and then make it a habit and then it Mm. becomes like second nature and then I don't have to think about it anymore and then it's like life is easier or you know like sort of easier um so for example I like to go to bed early and then I wake Mm. up before the sun Um, And so this, this gives me what I call the mama me time hour. And I use it to work out and meditate and just not worry about anything else. Um, That sometimes doesn't go to plan. My son wakes up, but he understands that during this time I'm exercising. And so he can go get the light weights and he'll come like do some stuff with me or he'll just keep himself amused otherwise. Yeah. What time do you go to bed? Uh, sometimes I fall asleep when I'm putting him to bed and that can be eight. So it's nice. My exciting, you know, freedom times of, (laughs) of of younger years are gone now. Um, And I wake up around five. Before anything starts. (laughs) Yeah. Can totally relate. Yeah, that's the party time. 5 a.m. Go (laughs) hang out. Nice. Okay. <laughs> um, so it, when I do that in the morning and I get my time in, I'm a better person during the day. Yes. And when I don't, then I just, I'm a mess. So I, I really try yeah. to get up and do that every day, even on the weekend. Um, yeah. I do that and I don't work mm. on the weekends. So I, I mm. really try to save that time for family unless it's like absolutely necessary. Like someone's going to review what I'm doing on the weekend as well. Like we're all in it together, doing it on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and I work in tax, so that's really required. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just got to get it done when it needs to be done. Yeah. I mean, just balance, sort out your day so that you've, you've decided what needs to get done and, and what doesn't need to get done and, and then focus on that and prioritize. Yeah. So you wake up at five o'clock in the morning, you work out, get ready for work. Uh, when is the family time during the weekday? Probably a little in the morning. So when Marcus, when I'm done with my routine and, and Marcus is getting ready for school, we're all together. And then when I get home from work or when I finish work from working from home and then we're all together again, eating dinner or doing homework and on the yep. weekend. Yep. So that transition after work, dinner, uh, bedtime. Yeah. I, th- I, had this, <laughs> I think people always ask like, what would you tell your younger self? I was, um, I remember when we transitioned and Marcus stopped breastfeeding and I was, Mm. I was coming home every night and I was breastfeeding him after work and then putting him down to bed. And then he stopped breastfeeding. And then I started, I just continued putting him down every night for bed because I felt again, guilty that I hadn't spent enough time with him, but I was exhausted. I was falling asleep whilst reading him books. He'd be jabbing me. He's like, mom, wake up. What are you doing? Um, yeah. So during the pandemic, we actually switched to an alternating method between me and my husband, which yes. was probably what I should have been doing from the beginning. But I just yeah. felt like I had to carry that whole burden. And yeah. now it's much better that I'm just kind of like, we're sharing this. I don't have to yeah. do it every night. 
Yeah, no, we're doing that at home as well. And it's just nice to be able to have the night off every other day. It is. Right? Yeah. Yes, for real. <laughs> when you look at it, you're like, it's really only like 20 minutes of reading a few books and making them change into his is his Oh, but your whole clothes. total body changes. One, you, you usually fall asleep by the time they fall asleep as well. And by then you can't yeah. really do anything that you wanted to do outside of work or outside of family, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, I don't do much in the evening. It's it's all reserved for that morning. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I usually do my, I don't know, reading or random surfing. Yeah. Oh, there's probably some doom scrolling happening in the evening. Yeah. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, yeah, I was actually going to say if you could give your younger self, but at a point in time where you just had to live at Marcus. You're in that hospital bed, uh, sort of freaking out, sort of so exhausted as well. What advice would you give yourself in terms of approaching life? Oh, I would say, well, I don't know. I, I was so lucky to have a year off with Marcus and we were living in Perth. And I had, I lived near the water. So we just took walks on the water and I just thoroughly enjoyed my year off. And I didn't think about work at all. Mm. So I, I would tell myself to continue doing that. Like that was the best use of my time. I didn't, I didn't worry about what was, I didn't have any FOMO about work. I just, I was with Marcus and it was, Mm. it was really amazing. Um, And Gosh, I think my advice maybe for myself or other women is don't worry about coming back to what you've missed yeah. or what's gone on, but yeah. really look forward to the next challenge. So mm-hmm. for me, we moved after I came back from work. So we were living in Perth and then we relocated back to Sydney for an opportunity there. So I think it's it's not trying to go back to what was because yeah. it's different now. Yeah. It's, it's never yeah. going to be the same. And yeah. so trying to then figure out what that means from a work perspective and making Mm -hmm. your new role and whatever you're doing fit into your new life is really Mm -hmm. important. And Mm -hmm. and then again, don't feel guilty. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Again, I (laughs) like. How has uh, being a mom changed the way you uh, become as a professional? I was just telling someone about this this morning. Marcus forces me to be fun. So if if you try to do something with Marcus and have him do something and it's not got some element of a good time, he's really not interested, whether it's reading or cleaning or whatever, eating anything, it's got to be fun. So I think he, he makes me realize that life doesn't have to be so serious. Yeah. Um, I can get really focused and determined and, and forget about all the fun because I'm just steadfast on what we need to achieve. Yeah. And that's not always the way to go. So yes. I, I really incorporated more fun into mm-hmm. what I'm doing since being a mom. And then people have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's totally true. And also they take their time, <laughs> not just fun, but it just drags on and on, but it's okay. Sometimes you yeah. just got to l- l- live a little slower and appreciate the little yeah. things, right? Yeah. It makes you appreciate that you can't control everything. Yes. So yes. I remember Marcus is not a great eater and, um, you can't make someone eat. You can't control that. You yeah. can give them options, but you mm. definitely not cannot make someone eat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Can totally relate. My daughter is such a slow eater. It takes a, an hour to finish, if, not, <laughs> if at all. She usually doesn't finish. But yeah, it's just like, okay, it's okay. She'll yeah, just breathe through She'll it. She'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So any um any plan for a second one or any? No, more? I think we're one and done. I um. I don't know. Sometimes I feel guilty about him not having a brother or sister. I have um, three siblings from the same parents and um, we're like really, really good friends. Um, mm. the two of three of us were born um, 18 months apart and then 13 months apart. So we're really, really close in age and we grew up together and we played together. And like, I message them every day, all day long. Mm. So sometimes I feel bad about him not having that. But um, if you've ever met my son, He's probably the most friendly person you've ever met. So yeah. I know that he won't be alone. He will find yeah. his people um, and, right. and a good partner and, and he'll be happy. So I don't feel guilty about that anymore. And then I really don't need to have any more kids. <laughs> That's good. I know it takes a toll out of you. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. I don't know. Everyone's like, just do another one or like have four. And I'm like, I have no idea. Like my, my, well, my parents were, you know, kids of many multiples. I think my, there's 15 kids in my dad's family and and that's yeah. insane. I have no idea how yeah. they did that. There's eight, 11 kids on both of my parents' <laughs> families. So I know exactly what you mean. It's similar. Uh, it was a different time. It was a different time. Yeah. 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 They all raise each other, actually. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, and what's your Alpha Mom song? So if you have oh. a deadline looming at work, your son is sick and you're sick, what song do you put on your mental mind to make it through the week? Beyonce is probably my favorite. So I don't know if you've heard her new song, um, You Won't Break My Soul. So that's that's really Ooh. good. You could put okay. that on, jam it out. I think hers is more yeah. in reference to the great resignation and she quits her job or whatever the song. But mine yeah. is just, you can't break my soul. Like this might suck right now, but we just got to keep going. Just, just yeah continue <laughs> yeah awesome all right thank you so much Ursula it's been a really great chat um any last minute um takeaway that all of the breadwinning moms listening to us should take with them oh gosh um I guess I would say one of my things that I do whenever I feel a bit stressed or anxious is I I, I have a big fan of lists so when I write it down and I literally look at it and I see that it's not that big, I feel like I can make it happen. But then yeah. I also recognize that if I can't make it happen, I can delegate, I can yeah. ask for help, or I can yeah. just decide that I don't need to do not that. Not to do it. Yeah. 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 And mm -hmm. so that I think is how I deal with my, oh my gosh, there's so much to get done. How am I going to mm -hmm. get it done? And mm -hmm. then actually just be okay and continue smiling. Because if you keep smiling and you realize that it's under control, then you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I will keep that list on my, uh, on my daily ritual from now on. Yeah, yeah. List, the list is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Liz and Beyonce. That's right. With a list of Beyonce, nothing can keep me Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again. It's lovely to have you here and have a great weekend. Thanks for having me on your show, Jane. See you later. Pleasure. Thanks, Ursula. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Breadwinning Mums. Please subscribe and leave us some feedback so we can continue to make the show better for you. If you know a fellow Breadwinning Mum, please share the show so we can cheer each other on. 
Until next time.